Hi, I'm Lily Marchaud. And I'm Michelle Angois, and you're listening to Quid Watch. The inside scoop on Carolina Quidditch. On this week's episode of Quid Watch, we're going to take a deeper look into the keeper. Just a refresher. The keeper is the player who guards the three hoops from the chasers. Keepers are essentially the goalie of the team, meaning their role is pretty important and not at all easy. Yeah, so in Wizard Quidditch, the position of the keeper has changed a lot. A long time ago, the keeper was just another chaser who also had the responsibility of guarding the goalposts. However, in 1620, the scoring zone was developed. Since then, the keeper is expected to stay within this area to remain close to the goalposts. Some of you might remember the Gryffindor keepers. For those die-hard Harry Potter fans, like myself, we're sure you remember the dreamy Oliver Wood. <laughs> he was Gryffindor's Quidditch captain during Harry's first two years at Hogwarts, and one of the best keepers the team ever had. Oliver Wood was definitely my idol growing up in some ways, so I guess it's sort of, you know, fate that I'm playing keeper now in college. That's Sam Dotton, a junior at UNC. He's been a member of the Quidditch team since his freshman year. And dare I say Oliver Wood was a better captain than Harry? Eh, I don't know about that. But we can't forget about Ron Weasley, Harry's BFF, who has always held a very special place in Potter fans' hearts. But Sam wasn't too sold on Ron's Quidditch skills, apparently. Yeah, Ron was, I think Ron, we pretty much established, was not as good a keeper as Oliver Wood was. Um, I mean, taking to his sixth year to make the Quidditch team, you know, at some point, like, yeah, like, you know, I think maybe they should have gone trying to find a third year if I was British captain like Harry was, get someone more developmental. But he's definitely better than Cormac McFlagan, so I guess he was the best option available that year. Carolina Quidditch has two main keepers, Justin Cole and Sam Dotton, who you just heard from. After learning about what they do on the field, we tried to get to know them a bit better. Their dreams, their hopes, their favorite flavor of Birdie Bot's Every Flavor Beans, you know, the important stuff. Yeah, all the important stuff. But we were also curious about what motivated them to become keepers. Here's Justin Cole. I showed up to, I guess, the Week of Welcome event and was fairly athletic and was fairly tall. And keepers are generally a little taller. Chasers are generally a little smaller. Keeper has to generally to guard the tallest hoop, which still isn't that tall, but it's nice to be a little taller to be able to guard that and passes and things like that. So I was kind of stuck there. Uh, freshman year because that's what they needed and then I've stuck with it since then because I really enjoyed it and they also deal with most of the ball handling on the field. The other keeper who we heard from earlier, Sam Dotton, used to play beater. The next semester in the spring I ended up playing a lot of beater um, in particular just because we, we had a couple people abroad um, that left the position depleted and I was one of the more experienced players and now I've sort of transitioned back to being keeper as a junior and it's more of a backup position because Justin plays a lot but it's, um, I'm tall and lanky, and so I fit in well, like size-wise at the position, and I have you know, decent vision on offense, so that helps out a lot. Yeah, so there's definitely some bravery needed to play keeper. It's literally their job to keep the other team's chasers away and prevent them from scoring on their posts. And though keepers tend to stay in the shooting zone, it's certainly not an easy position to play. Sam told us the hardest part about being a keeper. The hardest thing for me about keeping is deciding whether to shoot or whether to pass. 
because I'm a pretty decent shooter. I'm not a, not a fantastic shooter, but I can shoot the ball better than probably most players can. But because I can shoot the ball better than most players can, that's like my first instinct. And in reality, my first instinct as a keeper should probably be to pass and distribute the ball a little bit more because I, I constantly like miss tougher shots that I probably should pass it off to a teammate and see what else we can find. And so that's something I've been working on in practice is trying to get out of a bad habit of shooting the ball all the time and which sometimes is successful, sometimes it isn't, and trying to find more passing options and keep my eyes open for my teammates a little bit better. Justin shared, too. Uh, well, you're really in kind of control of the whole defense. Uh, you're the, like, the last person back, so you have to kind of coordinate everyone else as far as um, making sure chasers pick up off-ball off chasers, making sure that beaters are going where they need to go uh, when the defense breaks down, trying to figure out how to deal with that. Um, so I think that would be the hardest part, is just that you are the last person, and generally if someone scores, you are the person who is scored on, you're right there. So um, a lot of that just falls on you defensively. Like we said, certainly not an easy job. It has to be super rewarding, though. Best part is that it's a really nice uh, sport that you can play that a lot of people haven't heard of before, so it's always a nice conversation starter that you can kind of throw out there. Uh, it's new enough that you still feel like even if you're mildly athletic, you can just feel like you're still uh, fairly important in Quidditch just because the sport hasn't exactly grown the same way that others have. In the Harry Potter movies, specifically the later ones, the Keeper is often seen wearing a lot of protective gear. We're talking helmet, shoulder pads, chest pads, knee pads. All of this gear has to make them substantially heavier than their teammates. Yeah, it's funny that you mention that because the Carolina Quidditch Keeper wears no protective gear at all. Two words, badass. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't think I have what it takes to be a keeper. Uh, I would consider myself to be more of a spectator. The idea of having bludgers thrown at me is kind of unsettling. Yeah, it takes a certain type of person to be a keeper, I think. But I'm sure you could do it. The beater, though, sounds like it might be even more intense than the keeper. Trying to hit other players with dodgeballs and attempting to knock them off their brooms... Well, I guess we'll find out on our next episode. Stay tuned for the third installment of Quid Watch, The Beater. We hope you all enjoyed getting to know the keepers of the Carolina Quidditch team. Now you can impress your friends with all these new cool Quidditch facts. And speaking of your friends, be sure to tell them about this podcast and share it on social media. Yeah, guys, spread the love. Here's an update on the Carolina Quidditch team season. Despite tough losses to James Madison and Penn State last weekend in the Mid-Atlantic Regional Championship, UNC is qualified for the U.S. Quidditch Cup 11 in Round Rock, Texas. They have until April to get ready. <laughs> Quidwatch is a bi-weekly production of UNC's Daily Tar Heel. This episode was produced by Lily Marchot and Michelle Anglois and edited by Gregory Hall. The audio desk editor is Cole Del Charco. Until next time, Quid Watchers. Mm -hmm.